1: Wow. Wow, you guys are so beautiful. You're way prettier than me. Wow. Well, my name is Brad Noftel, and um, I've been with Calvary Chapel for almost two years now. And uh, sometimes you may have seen me. I sit behind the drum set, and uh, I also help with the teens downstairs. And um I love this church it 's so amazing. The words being taught. Um, our pastors are amazing and i was i 'm very honored that I was asked to um, come up here and speak. so I hope that my message will encourage you tonight and you' um, you 'll walk away with hope so amen, thank you um, so the name of my uh message is our anchor in patience in the time of storms. Um, I think this is, I think we all can relate to this. All storms, trials and tribulations. And I know one thing that's tough for me is patience, resting in the Lord and waiting for his will. Um, I I was in the Navy for almost 10 years, sailed the seven seas. Uh, I spent probably six of those years out to sea. And uh, I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about storms out in that big ocean. I remember the first time I got on board the ship and the first time I went out to sea, we had rough seas. And uh, the captain came over the one MC and he said, prepare to stow for heavy seas. Prepare to stow for heavy... What's, what, what is he talking about? So we're running around the space and we're tying down toolboxes. We're tying all this stuff down. And what's truly amazing, these giant vessels... And this, you, you realize when you're out there on the ocean and you actually get a chance to go out on the deck and see how big the ocean is. and how It's amazing what God created. And you're, you're, just, you're just a tiny piece of the puzzle. And these ships are so huge, but you see them up against that water in that ocean. It just makes them look small. But one thing that really stuck out to me the most was how they navigated through that storm. They just kept going. The ship just kept going. And I want to encourage you tonight. That's how we should be during our storms. Keep our eyes focused, fixed on the Lord. Uh, I want to take a look at a Scripture Uh, Mark 4, verses 35 through 41, if you want to take out your Bibles. I'm actually going to take mine out too. On the same day, when evening had come, He said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude they took him along the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. (laughs) This part amazes me. But he was in the stern asleep on a pillow. and And they awoke him and said to him, who can this be? That even the wind and the sea obey Him. And I think that is a perfect example for us as believers that we should, be, we should have our eyes fixed on the Lord. And it shows us how hard it is to endure and be patient during those storms. But I think we can all learn from this. Now, storms are definitely going to be inevitable in our lives. (laughs) They're going to happen. They're going to happen. Uh, Storms will allow you to have an experience, have and experience a deeper faith in God. When God, and and I say, I, I say this because God, you know, he can create storms in our life. I think also too we're good at doing that ourselves. But God can create storms in our lives. And one thing I just want to add is, with the whole my whole Navy background and things like that, <laughs> uh, a calm sea. A calm sea never produced a good sailor. Right? And just like those storms that we go through in our life, we hope that we, through God, will gain wisdom. And then when the next one comes, because it's not going to just be one. The wisdom we gain from the first one will help us get through the next one. Keep going. Keep going and keep going. So many of us, many of us are going through storms right now, probably in our life. I know I am. Yep. Job, financial, relationships, health, right? Storms can storms can destroy you if you let them or they can develop you if you focus on God There is nothing that's too heavy that God can't handle nothing So stop trying to do it yourself give it to him He does not want to see you go through this. But until you accept that He's the only one that can get you through it, you're going to keep swirling around in that heavy seas. He can handle anything. He will give you the perfect answer every time. Every time. He will not fail you. Now, I think about it. I think about an anchor, right? Provides stability, provides support. This is our anchor. This is our anchor right here. Amen. So God, I mentioned God can ignite storms in our lives. And when he does, (laughs) you better believe he has a purpose. All right? Stop thinking he's mad at you. He's not mad at you. Okay? He's not. He wants to bring you out of it stronger so that you can go to the next one and just keep building and building and building. Now, Storms, right? Storms are some nasty things. But if you build your house on a solid rock, that will withstand the storm. If you build your house on mud, sand, guess what? You're going to have to do it again. You're going to have to rebuild. And sometimes that's what it takes Sometimes that's what it takes. Sometimes we're just not quick and we need to keep learning over and over and over again. Unfortunately. It's unfortunate. I am one of those people. Yep, I am. When God puts a storm in your life, okay, He wants your attention. He's trying to get your undivided attention. When you're not not using this, when you're not using this, our anchor, staying obedient, right? Obedience is being in the Word, praying, following His will, right? You will drift out to sea and you will be lost at sea until you accept that God is the only way to get you out of that storm. You will continue to be lost. I know because I was. And I finally realized that this was the only way. Second thing maybe you have sin in your life. God's telling you you may have sin in your life and He wants you to remove it that's another reason for a storm he wants you to be conformed to his image and and i don't know why we wouldn't want to and it's time to give up or surrender something we are taken part of that doesn't conform in him to him our life right so if if we're doing something he wants us to surrender to it so that we can be conformed to Him. Now I want to take a look at uh, Ecclesiastes 3. It's the first verse. Because something that also comes along with storms, that goes hand in hand, is seasons. Right? Ecclesiastes 3, to everything there is a season a time for every purpose under heaven so some of these storms that we're going through can last a see I'll tell you let me tell you something this gives me hope ecclesiastes 3 this verse right here to everything there is a season a time for every purpose under heaven this gives me hope and I'll tell you why this gives me hope god created seasons seasons are temporary That means your storm could be temporary. It's just a season that you're going through in your storm. Okay? It gives me hope. Everything is seasonal and it will not last. But some are quick and some are long. (laughs) So, how do you ride out the storm? How do you ride out the storm? And I think I've said it like two or three times tonight. With your anchor. With your anchor. I want to take a look at Isaiah 40, verse 8. And I'm kind of going to be a a little bit all over, but I promise you it'll make sense. Isaiah 40, verse 8. The grass withers, the flower fades but the Word of our God stands forever." The anchor. The anchor. This is the anchor to me. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the Word of God stands forever. His Word is forever. It's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Just uh, something else that just came to my mind too. I think it was a couple weeks ago Pastor Vinny was up here and he was talking about how God's holding the earth together. What makes you think He can't hold your life together? (laughs) And I thought about that and I'm like, wow. That's pretty powerful. Right? God can do anything. Put your trust in Him and believe in Him. Uh, Psalm 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Mm. God's will. His guidance. And then we see Proverbs, verse 3, 5-6. through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Obedience. Obedience. Now, God, we don't understand. I, I mean, me, I don't understand God, God, the way God works. It's amazing. And forget it, his timing it's not our timing and we you know which which kind of brings me into my next part of my next message the patience part (laughs) I terrible at this terrible so patience when I think of patience The quiet, uncomplaining endurance under stress or annoyance. <sighs> Who can be quiet under that? It it's, it's, takes a lot of patience. A lot of prayer. A lot of obedience. Psalm 27.14 says, Wait on the Lord. Wait, there's that patience. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. <laughs> That's that patience under stress and annoyance. And He shall strengthen your heart. Not. And He says it again. Wait, I say on the Lord, right? This is David, by the way. Dave, love David. Man, the patience and strength that he has. Yeah. Mm. So from this 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 verse, I think I mean it just says it over wait, right? Wait. Then we take a look at Psalm thirty seven seven. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way. Because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Mm. Don't worry. God's David's David's telling us, Don't worry. Don't fret. Don't worry. Okay? God's got this. He always does. Mm. So patience, right? We, we we live kind of in a generation of I want it now I need it now I want it now and look like sometimes it's convenient you know click on Amazon oh I need that okay it's going to be here tomorrow sometimes you know what shocked me too one time I ordered something and it was on my doorstep in like three hours I was like how is that even possible it's amazing. And then they're talking about having these drones dropping boxes and stuff right on your front porch. What? Wow. So much for, you know, patience. I mean, and me personally, like, I like going out. I like getting out and I like going and looking for what I want. Forget about buying clothes. (sighs) I have to go in and try them on. I order something from Amazon or from online. It's definitely going in the return pile. So yeah we live in this generation where everything's at our disposal. And listen, it's convenient and it's it's good. It's not a bad thing as long as it's, you know, being used the right way. But this is a prime example of patience, right? When we want something in this world, we want it now. So another Part of this patience. We want to make sure we we want to make sure we listen. We're listening. We have our spiritual ears on, right? When we're in the Word of God, we want Him to speak to us, right? And when we're in our storms, we want to, you know, we let let God direct us, right? We want to be. I want to be directed. What should I do, God? What should I do? And sometimes, because I. I've done this. We interpret, right, God's silence as an okay to proceed with our own ideas or our plan, right? Oh, let me open up the Bible. Oh, look at this scripture right here. Oh, it says I'm good. That's God. All good. I can go do this. No, it's not what it means. If you're not hearing, and I'm not talking audible, I'm not, you know, God will be be crystal clear. He's not a God of confusion. He will definitely reveal to you. And it's not by silence. Most of the time that silence is, come back here, you're not going the right way. And if you don't, storm's going to intensify. So don't be fooled by that. Keep waiting and stay patient. <laughs> so when God does say no, right, we get mad. No. God says no, no. Why? Why, God? Why well, I don't like no. I don't like that answer. Hopefully you don't go and do what He says no to you. Okay? God's no... Is a, he, he's protecting you, not rejecting you. He's telling you no because He loves you so much and He doesn't want to see you stumble anymore. So when God says no, trust Him that He's, he's directing you to get out of that place where you're at or where you're going. He loves you. He loves you. Sometimes it's tough love, but He loves you. Uh, I want to take a look at Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. So, when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we are filled with the love, the joy, the peace and the patience. Mm. Amazing. When we are in God's will and we are following His will, all these things all line up. And He will give you that patience that some of us have a hard time with. He will, He really will. God lives within us for our own good. Amen. And again, I think I I think I went over this before, but I'm gonna you don't have to put it up, but Proverbs 3, verse 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your path. Praise Him. Listen, we're supposed to even we're supposed to even praise God during those storms and during those trials. If, you know, Father God, look, thank you for the trials and tribulations you're giving me. Ooh, that just doesn't right. It doesn't sound right. But remember, there's a reason why He loves you, and you're going to come out stronger, right? It takes determination and courage to wait and be obedient to God. Boy, does it. Follow his will, walk in his way. You will not go wrong. You will not go wrong. So patience is part of the equation to experience God's best, right? Just, just one simple little part. One, we must live a life of obedience. And what is that obedience? The obedience is being in the Word. Learning, developing an intimate relationship with God. Right? Understanding who He really is. Understanding Him so much that when you are going through that storm, He's got a purpose for you. It's easy to be mad. It's easy to be mad when you're going through that stuff. Why, God? Why? Just fix it now. Fix it, fix it now. Patience, right? Patience. Endurance. Two, we must build good relationships. Right? Fellowship. Here. Here you know it's it's great that we share our trials and tribulations with one another but i just caution you when you start looking for answers from someone if they're not giving you you know parts of the bible and speaking the word i just caution you with that cuz that you know god god's a jealous god He wants wants you to focus on Him, right? But it's it's good to seek wisdom and it's good to share our trials and tribulations. Very good. It's fellowship. It's what we do. It's how we come together. We pick each other up, right? We help build one another up. And another one, and I touched on this too. Understand that his timing is not our timing. Ooh, that's so hard that's hard, that's tough. That's tough. Cause patience and we want it now, we want everything now, right? Understand that his timing is not our timing. And then I then my fourth one. Mm, This one. This one really hits home for me sit back and see him do his work and when you get through that storm enjoy it enjoy it <sighs> so from personal personal little tidbit of a testimony for me i was living in a tent i was going through the worst possible thing i would never wish upon anybody in my life i was living in a tent what better place to be than in the wilderness? That point in my life is how I got really intimate with the Lord. And I learned a lot about him. Mm. And everything past that point, things were just getting worse. Things were getting worse. And I trust you, God. I trust you. I put my trust in you. I know you got this. And you know what he did? I look back, which was the fourth one that I mentioned. Sit back and see Him do His work. <sighs> he blessed me beyond belief. I was no longer living in a tent. I was, My life was coming together. Uh, everything just kind of fell in place. That's Him. That's Him. When you are obedient, when you are staying in the Word, when you are focusing on Him and not the storm that's in your life, He will do that to you. He will do that in your life. And I I want and encourage every one of you to to just do those things. Let Him work on you. Let Him develop you. He will not disappoint you. He won't. I promise you that. So I want (laughs) to... So Elder Bob DeMarco... Had teach, was teaching us about James. And when I was going through my message, I remember, Bob, you know, book of James, slap right in the back of the head. Yes, it is. So I want to, this verse right here, James 1, verses 2 through 4. My brethren, count it all joy when you fail into various trials. That's a tough one. Be joyful, right? During the trials. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Patience. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete and lacking nothing. Right there, James is telling us. He's telling us it's going to be okay. It's going to be Okay okay? You're going to go through your trial. You're going to go through your storm. Stay with God. Keep your eyes focused and fixed on Him. Have patience. Give Him the glory, no matter what it is. Trial, good things, bad things, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And He will complete your path. And then, like I said, when it's done, you're going to sit back and you're going to see you're gonna, you're gonna. For me, it was it was like a whole revelation. I couldn't believe it. I sat back and I looked back at that time that I went through in my storm, and I said, "Whoa, the blessing!" And they were just like little blessing bombs. Nothing big, right? It wasn't anything big to me. It was, it was huge. But it was just these little drops, these little bombs that of blessings that God gave me. Man. It's amazing. It's amazing. So, God's no. God's no. God's no means He loves you. God's no means He loves you. He loves you so much He does not want to see you keep going down that destructive path. So don't think He's mad at you and don't be mad at Him. Believe that He's got a purpose for your life. None of us have to live in doubt or uncertainty. Right? None of us. He has a purpose for your life. And as long as you're in the Word, He will show you and he, like I said, God is not a God of confusion. He will make it crystal clear for you. He will. He truly will. And like I said before, the silence, don't take that as a green light. It's not. I almost take the silence as a no. Okay. No. Not yet. And one thing, too. During these storms, when are we going to stop pushing him away? When are we going to learn? When are we going to learn that he's the only one that's going to be able to put us through it? Are we going to go look on Google? Go Google. Whoa, whoa, I'm going through this trial in my life. This Google, oh, I'm going through this heartache in my life. How do I get through it? What? That's the world. The world world has nothing to offer you. Nothing. Don't get caught up in that. You will never lose waiting on God. You will never lose waiting on God. Never. Ever. Ever. Trust Him. Listen. And wait. Okay? Now... In closing, I just want to share something. A close friend once told me, after every storm, there's a beautiful rainbow. After every storm, trial or tribulation, there's going to be a blessing believe that believe that and i just want to encourage you guys tonight that our god is amazing he can do anything he can lift the heaviest things he just use him use him he's there for you he loves you he wants what's best for you he really does Quit pushing him away. Get in your word. Praise him. Love him. Build an intimate relationship with him. He wants you to do that. If you're, you know, dabbling in some questionable stuff, stop. 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 Stop stop it. Stop it. We have to be conformed in his image. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank You so much, Father God, for just everything You're doing in all of our lives, Lord. Father God, we ask that You protect us. We ask for a hedge of protection over us. We ask for great healing. Anybody here, Lord, that's sick or dealing with any health issues or someone, Father God, going through a storm. Lord, we ask that You... Just show how great You are to them, Lord, and reveal Yourself to them and everything that You can do, Father God. Lord, as we go forward tonight, we ask, Lord, that uh, You continue to bless us. And, and Father God, we are Your mercies are new every day, Lord. Mercies are new every day. And Your grace is sufficient, Father God. We love You so much, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that You just... Continue to fill our cups. Continue to fill us with the Holy Spirit and go out and be good stewards of You, Lord. Let us be good examples of You. Let us build an awesome relationship with You, Lord, and learn how You are. And just how, Let's just be intimate with You, Lord. Father God, we love You so much and we praise You and we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.